0: Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point, so stay with me even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or a registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go hello my friends what is happening today for you what's happening for me today is that i just ate a really big breakfast which i don't normally do before recording a podcast but here we are and i thought i would tell you about it so if you're not interested in pancakes or pumpkin Please fast forward about 30 seconds and I'll try to be through with that. But I want to tell you that I'm so into pumpkin pancakes right now. Uh, I'm buying the big box of the Kodiak pancake mix from Costco. Uh, Jump on that because it has some added protein. Because, you know, I stopped eating pancakes because I would notice I would have some kind of blood sugar crash after I ate them. Just didn't really feel very good. But the Kodiak pumpkin or the Kodiak pancakes have... Uh, protein in them, so that seems to help even me out, and I'm able to eat them and still feel really good. And then I'm adding some pumpkin to them and uh, getting a little fiber in there, which is fun and important. And adding the pumpkin spice, uh, add some protein powder, honestly just some water or some almond milk, and cook those up with some sugar-free syrup or regular syrup if you're so inclined, and some butter. And man. Is that a delicious breakfast and super easy. Honestly, I make the batter a couple days at a time and then just pour it in and go. And pro tip that I learned recently that I wanted to share, if you love pancakes, uh, but don't have time every morning to make some for yourself, is to bake them in the oven. Genius idea. You just bake it all up. Uh, cut it into squares, and then they're ready to go. It's really uh, user-friendly to freeze them and pull them out and then just throw some syrup on them and go. So always a good way to start your day with some pumpkin pancakes, is what I'm saying. Uh, And now I know I won't have a big crash during the middle of recording this podcast, which would really be a bummer for you (laughs) and for me as well. So today, let's talk about the big question which is what about exercise? What am I supposed to do about exercise? What am I doing about exercise? What do I think about exercise? What do you think about exercise? Let's just, let's just discuss. So my big question about what about exercise for you would be, do you like to exercise? <laughs> because I think this is such an important question. Do you enjoy exercise? Because we're gonna have a completely different answer For someone who loves to exercise and is all in, all about it, yay exercise, I'm all in. And somebody else who just loathes to exercise and just does not want to ever exercise. And I just want to bring some hope and encouragement to both sides of that uh, table. You're on either side of the table there. Uh, First of all, I thought you'd be highly entertained by my own exercise history, which is pretty much non-existent. Because I was such an overweight child, um, all through high school, all through my 20s, just very overweight. And the amount that I of, of dread that I have for exercise cannot be like recounted in words for you. I mean, just the dread and the hiding that I found myself because I was overweight and I was ashamed. As we probably are aware, when you're feeling shame, it causes you to want to hide. And I just wanted to get through that PE class and pray nobody noticed me. Uh, The few times that I was exposed with that were some of the worst experiences. Uh, And I was thinking about that horrible thing where they go down the line and pick people for teams. And of course, I was always one of the last people to get picked but they probably picked me closer to the middle when it was something horrible like dodgeball. Dodgeball. Can we talk about that for a second? Who in the world? I know some people really love dodgeball, so I'm just sort of joking about it. But for me, that was about the most horrendous exercise I can even think of is for somebody to be throwing a ball at me. Like, are you mad at me? Like, is this necessary? Can we be kind? Can we toss the ball? Like, why? But I know, especially some of the boys, I think of them just loving dodgeball. So if that's your jam, you go. But for me, that was just a sport that made me feel like I want to cry. Even now thinking about it, it's still a little rough. And then we went on, I think it was in the sixth grade, we had to do that presidential fitness test. Anybody? where we were all sort of compared to all the other kids nationwide, and it, it all like culminated in the big thing, which was doing a pull-up, which I could never do, have never done, will likely never do. Uh, there was just a couple kids, I think, that were crushing it with the pull-ups in the sixth grade. I can think of them now, but I was not one of those. I think I just barely made it through or somebody just passed me, even though I didn't actually pass. But yeah, I remember that one, painful. So I didn't really do a lot of exercise after that. I did, sometimes I like tried to go to the gym, but I didn't know what I was doing. I joined a gym. I actually worked in a gym as a bookkeeper for quite a while and I had to start that job at like four in the morning and open the gym. So I had exposure to some gyms and I tried to do some things, but I didn't know what I was doing. And then in 2008, I think it was, I actually decided I was going to become an athlete and I was going to run a 5K, having had no experience running or anything like that. And I did actually finish this 5K. I'm still very proud of myself for it, but get ready, because I literally ran the entire 5K. I ran. I did. I ran the slowest form of running any human ever ran. And I finished the 5K in just slightly over 50 minutes. And I don't mean one five minutes. I mean five zero minutes. (laughs) But I gave it all I had. And I'm super proud of myself for doing that. And so that was the extent of my exercise until I think 2011. I started to just get fascinated with CrossFit. I just was following some people and some blogs at the time because we didn't have Instagram or or if we did, I wasn't following anything like that or any kind of social media, but following some blogs where the people were doing CrossFit and I thought it was fascinating and I really, really wanted to go. So it took a while, but I actually reached out to somebody who had a blog and asked if he would help me. It's a whole story. That's a whole story for another day. But... He wound up helping me join a CrossFit and it was an amazing experience. I made amazing friends that I will love every minute of every day until the day I die and beyond. Uh, I had a really, really bonding experience and have such close connections with those people. But newsflash, I was terrible at CrossFit. I had zero athletic background. So as much as they tried to roll me in and just make me one of the family, they did it. They really did it. But my heavens was I terrible at CrossFit and practically killed myself because, oh, I was like, I can't believe I didn't come out of there with more injuries, you know, than I did. But that just turned out not to be for me. And I just had a moment where I was like, you know, I'm honestly using CrossFit to abuse myself. Like I'm doing this as a form of punishment because I feel like I need to lose weight and I need to have exercise in my life as a form of punishment. And that's honestly heartbreakingly what I was using CrossFit for. But I had a moment where I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I know I can't do this anymore. And then at the same time, I was introduced to someone at the YMCA that had a yoga class. And I thought, okay, I did really like the part of CrossFit where we were doing some stretching before and after. And I've always kind of wanted to get into yoga. And I knew I needed to sort of slow my life down. I was working at a really fast pace and had a million things going on. So I was like, maybe some yoga. So talk about your pendulum swinging from one end to the other. It's kind of comical. But my yoga teacher, Rachel who I also love with my whole heart every minute of every day. Just honestly, I just more credit to her for how she changed my life because it was probably the first time where I really slowed down for an hour and did a yoga class. And I mean, I did it very poorly and she had much mercy on me. But I always tease my CrossFit coach, who's still a good friend of mine, that I went from CrossFit where everybody was yelling at you to pick up the barbell, like pick up the bar, go to yoga, where she was so tender and gentle and just would tell the whole class, okay, we're going to do this stretch now, but only if it's available to you. If this stretch is available to you, you do it. But if it's not, you can try it another time. So it's, so funny to me how we went from one extreme to the other with the pick up the bar to the only if it's available but i loved everything about it it really helped me slow my mind down and for the first time just really sort of get in touch with my body and what it was even doing saying what was happening in there so i credit her like a lot of the work i've done even with weight loss Really, some seeds were planted there in that yoga. So if you have a chance to do some yoga, if you want to slow your life down a little and do some good stretching, big fan, go do some yoga. I still love to do some yoga and stretching. But honestly, what I'm doing now is I'm just walking. I walk every day. A couple times a week, I decided that the one thing that I love the most about CrossFit was doing the Olympic lifts. So the lifts with the barbells, if you're not familiar with those, were just my favorite part of CrossFit. So I thought, well, why can't I just walk and do some Olympic lifting? So I got myself a squat rack for the house. (laughs) Super, yeah, such great decoration for the house. I'm sure people are cringing. But honestly, it's in a main area of the house, and I use it to do some lifting just a couple times a week. And I mean, when I say I'm doing lifting, I'm not doing how we did at CrossFit. I'm doing what we call the minimum effective dose. So I get that from the beloved Stan Efforting. big fan of his. Uh, he's my age. He's a great weightlifter, great human. And his concept about doing things to the minimum effective dose So where I'm seeing improvements and, you know, my fitness is improved and I'm enjoying it and all of that, that's what I call, and that's his term, the minimum effective dose. Um, And that's what I'm doing right now is I'm just doing walking and a couple times a week I do some Olympic lifts. I'm doing some stretching, but it's on my to-do list to improve that and maybe get back into yoga, not necessarily in a class, but just try to do some more at home because that was helpful. And honestly i go have a massage a couple times a month too which i know i'm not actually doing the exercise but it's good for me and it really helps me a ton so also a shout out to getting some massage uh, for the muscles so what should you be doing about exercise well let's talk about that you'll probably be surprised to hear that like i said it depends on who you are and what you enjoy But I'm not a big fan of doing a bunch of exercise while you're also trying to work on getting your food and your weight in order. So I would be telling you if you love exercise and you just have to do your cardio and it's just your favorite uh, or CrossFit or whatever the thing is, like go do it and enjoy yourself. But what I've noticed is that I have a lot of mental chatter happens in my brain around exercising. So I'm not a fan necessarily and I would want you to really be curious and tune in to what you're hearing in your brain if your brain is telling you, well, since I exercised today, I think I deserve some more food because I think you can have a lot of extra mental chatter in there when you're doing a lot of exercise. So I would just ask you to be really mindful of and check in with yourself about that Because have we ever seen the people that are doing marathon training, but are actually gaining weight? Isn't that fascinating? Because you would think with all that kind of exercise, there's no way they wouldn't just be like as lean as possible. But my theory on that is that it's because they're having some mental chatter that's telling them that they deserve to eat some more. And deserve to eat more, meaning like beyond when they're hungry because they're working out so hard. So I think that can be a bit of a challenge. But now I wanna talk to my friends that don't like exercising at all, (laughs) that wish they didn't have to exercise at all. And I wanna tell you that as we know for our health, it's important to get some movement in, and I believe we should, but also I really would want you to tune in to what kind of movement you love doing. There's got to be something out there. And I don't even care if it's just walking, because honestly, I think walking is the best. So, big fan of walking and bigger fan of just committing to something that no matter what you feel like you can do, like a minimum baseline for you. So, that might look like, and again, it's funny, I'm going back to Stan Efforting today, just on my mind. But he has a theory about just doing a 10-minute walk after every meal. Just 10 minutes after breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's because, you know, it helps improve your mood and it's good for you and it helps your digestion, I think, you know, first and foremost. I think it would just help with that to keep your colon rolling as it were. So I'm a big fan of that. Could you just commit to like a five-minute walk after lunch and dinner? Only just five minutes, because as you probably can guess, sometimes you get out there for five minutes and you'd be like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. Maybe I can walk for 15 minutes today, but it's just, it feels so good to know, you know, I committed to walking five minutes after lunch and dinner this week, and I did it every single day. And I think that is a great reward that we can find for ourselves is something like that, where we're just sort of making a promise to ourselves and we're keeping it. And we learn that we can trust ourselves and we're taking care of ourselves and we're doing good things for ourselves. So I just think if you come out the gate and we're trying to sort of decide what we're going to eat and figure all that out, and then we're also doing exercise and figuring that out too, it's just a lot to take on at once. So if you were coaching with me, I would not be racing to have you doing a bunch of exercise right away. So I just wanted to go over that with you. It might be surprising, but I just really wanted to give you permission to think about that and think about if it's really working for you or if you notice yourself sort of feeling like you're entitled to a bunch more food to eat beyond when you're full because you're exercising. So asking you to slow down and consider all of that this week. And for the action items of this week, Could you just sit down for five minutes and decide what you really love to do for exercise? Uh, Is there any kind of movement that you like? Is it cardio or swimming or tennis or just something obscure that maybe you haven't thought about in a while? Or do you just feel like, you know, maybe I could use just some nature, just get out there for five minutes and do a walk or 10 minutes? Just take a break, get in the sun. If you're still having sun, I know it's starting to cool down some places. But even if you walk for five or ten minutes at Target or the mall or the grocery store or somewhere, I like walking because I can do it anywhere. And if it's raining outside, I could go to the mall. And there's just always a place that I can go and walk for 30 minutes, uh, whether it's Costco or Sam's Club or any place like that. So there's just a lot of options with walking and then I can make it something that I can do every day. And I really enjoy it. I love getting out in nature personally the most. Um, I, I did a lot of hiking for years when I lived in a different area. I miss it so much. So anything you can do to get out in nature and all that I think is great. But figure out this week what exercise that you enjoy doing. And then let's think about just incorporating the minimum effective dose of that. How about that this week? Let's do that. All right, let's talk about enjoying exercise on the Instagram. Come and tell me about it what you love to do. Help me maybe think of a new idea for something I haven't thought of lately. Would love to hear from you at So Far So Good Coaching. Check in. Hope to hear from you soon and hope you have a great week. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community, and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at sofarsogoodcoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.